I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I miss you, man. What the fuck, man? Why are we watching British soap operas? Why? Look at that. Why? Let us put the theme song in and then we'll get into it, okay? I miss you, I miss you, man, do I miss you, I miss you, man, I miss you, I miss you, man, do I miss you. Hello there, my name is Lonnie, his name is Dylan, how you doing Dylan? Fine, I guess. You don't seem happy. Well, I don't seem happy because my friend, who I thought was my friend, Made me watch some just bad television, just horrible television. I, I don't want any part of it. I don't want to discuss it, but I have to. <laughs> okay. Well, Why? Well, Why'd you do it? I want answers. Well, I just, I just think we should talk about what the show is before we get into that. What? Why would I have asked you to do this, Dylan? Well, because we take each other on a journey each week on this podcast called I Miss You, Man. And the journey can be about anything, I guess, evidently. Life, pop culture, everything in between. I never thought you'd go this far, though. I never thought you'd steep <laughs> this low. Well, here's the thing. I want a good reason. I want a valid reason. <laughs> Dylan, I've got, I've got the best reason in the world, okay? I'm putting you through this. Okay. Wanted to? Thought it'd be funny? Tell me we're talking about them. <laughs> Don't tell me I've been pranked. <laughs> I'd never prank you. We're going to talk about them. We're going to get into it. Um, and by the way, given it's it's an even-numbered episode, it's actually your episode, so any complaints about this could be directed to you. I'm just here along for the ride today. So We've stuffed up the order. If you can't handle that, I don't want you listening. You're not ride or die if you're worried about an order switch up. We'll get back on track soon. Don't you worry. Okay. Actually, I'm not sure if I'm envious or of our listeners or whether I wish I was in their spot because they know when they click on this episode today, Dylan, how long they're in for. We don't. We could be for five minutes. It could be two hours. <laughs> Who knows? You were you were writing you were writing notes up till the last minute, weren't you? I'd like to I say. I heard you typing as soon as I came in. <laughs> right, as you've said, we're looking at three British soap operas, probably the three top tier soap operas out there: Coronation Street, EastEnders, and Emmerdale. The names I knew, the content I had very little knowledge of. Going in, did you know much about these? No, no idea. Do you, why, why would I? Do you have any idea having watched them now? I'm guessing no. Look, I've I've been thrown into episode like one thousand <laughs> and six hundred fifty, and I think nine hundred something. Yeah, I'm gonna miss some context. That's a given. <laughs> True. Now, I 
basically what happened was I saw this on Binge recently and I was like, oh, Coronation Street, never saw that clip on it, right? And I saw the episode they're up to was like 10,000 and something. And I was like, what the hell? That's, that's too many episodes of a television show. <laughs> Way too many. And then I thought it'd be funny if we watched one just to see what it was like. And then I thought that's not enough for a whole episode. Then I realized that East End is also on Binge and so is Emmerdale. So I was like, let's round it around, round it out, do a threefer, let's do it. But why? Why though? What, what's fascinating to you about this? Life, pop culture, everything in between, these have to fit in there somewhere, don't they? Sure. Yeah, the, sure. And the fact that it's like a long running series, or three of them, and they're so popular in Britain, but as we as we found out, soap operas in general are bad. Yet, that's part of the appeal, right? Don't you reckon? I think so. I think so. But it's it's also very boring. <laughs> very boring. For the most part. There's a, there's a couple of plot points I was intrigued by in yeah, some episodes. Okay, we'll, we'll get into that. But mostly it's like, you know, Daryl cheated on Megan. <laughs> Got to find out why. Because he's horny, I guess. Well, I don't need a whole episode around it. Oh, that, that Coronation Street episode, there was so much happening. Up until like minute 25 out of 27, there was a new character popping in every second with a new plot point. I was like, I can't keep track of you people. Have like three storylines, you know, and then just dramatise those. But not they were just like all story, all the time, all characters. Um, so I'm guessing you're not a fan of soap operas generally. You don't really watch them. I, I get enough soap opera with my wrestling. That's my soap operas, Yeah, I fair, would say. Fair enough. Because if you get enough soap operas, what you want is for them to throw each other around and punch each other. <laughs> That's what you want, the conflict. And that's missing from all these. You don't want the conflict to be about who's going to be in the panto and, and whether the panto can perform because there's a burst water pipe in the in the hall and old mate Ken's got two birds on the go. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that uh, was pretty fun. And, uh, and I would love Teenager, the fucking three men and a little lady situation <laughs> they had going on. I didn't understand She, she wants to go... I, d- I didn't either. I did not get the context. I mean, if it, if it's a if it's a gay thruple, more power to them. Good on them. All right. <laughs> but well, my favorite part it, it's so it's such a soap opera summary because she wants to go traveling. Mm. She she just needs to get away from it all, Lonnie. Mm. Between her diabetes, exams, and being pregnant. She's had a tough year. What mate. a year! She's had a tough year. What a year! I'd want to go travelling if that had happened to me. Hundred percent. Uh, so, for context, we're talking about Coronation Street episode uh, ten thousand and eight hundred and twenty-one. That's what it says on binge. So, I, I, I assume that's accurate. But they seem to. Oh, we yeah, wanted to watch a different episode. Binge. Yeah, we trust binge. Um, and it seems like they've got like the last month or so on binge, and I guess it gets updated. And the old ones sort of get taken off because we wanted to watch an earlier episode, but it, it was it wasn't there by the time we had to watch it. That's very alarming, I thought. Um, mm. So that, that lady, that, that young young woman who's had a tough year with their pregnancy or whatever, she seems to have three dads. And what I thought was funny, by the way, we're not going to know any of the characters' names here. So if you're a fan of these shows, no, this is going to be terrible. And if you haven't seen the episode we've we've seen, you're not going to follow this episode at all of our show. <laughs> We're going to talk about the lady and the and the dude and the guy and this person said that, so it's going to be terrible. And the fella, yeah. yeah. But you know what? Mm. Hopefully, you get the vibes and you enjoy it. 
regardless. So back to her with her, her three dads. She asked them for traveling money and she doesn't go traveling. She needs to pay back people because she, it seems like she and her boyfriend fell pregnant and they were trying to work out what to do with the baby and they had somehow come Was across... that the same girl? Yeah, that's her. She, I she... thought they were different girls. I thought there was two failed pregnancies. <laughs> no. And I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be surprising in soap opera world, but I think I think what's happened is they'd felt fallen pregnant and they couldn't keep the baby because they're quite young. And so they were they were going to provide surrogacy services to a, another couple who had paid them and they found out they lost the baby but kept receiving money from the family anyway. And so they were $10,000 basically in debt because the family had worked out what happened. So when she asked her three dads for money to go traveling, really she needs the money to pay them back. What was her plan, do you reckon? She was just going to go traveling by like just going to a nearby city and hiding <laughs> hiding for a year? <laughs> just camp down the road outside the town for a year? Just yeah, send probably. some photoshopped images of her on, you know, around Europe or something, I guess. Um, <laughs> what I thought was particularly funny there, though, was that she asked the three guys for the money and they all said, yeah, definitely, we'll, we'll definitely, we, you know, you're going to have tough year, we'll definitely go after you. And then when they're talking privately, two of the dads are like, yeah, you haven't got much money actually, it's probably going to be you, mate, the, the <laughs> reverend lion share. Who, who I'm guessing will not have the money either. Uh, but that storyline ended up with um, the family coming and saying, hey, we'll, we'll write off the loan that we gave you, which you took without being pregnant. But give us another baby. And the girl seems okay with the idea, actually, to be honest. And I, I guess, I guess, she, does she feel like she was a failure? She lost the baby previously. She wants to do it right this time or is happy she doesn't have to be in debt anymore, potentially. The boyfriend, though, he was not having it, was he? He was, he was livid. He couldn't, he couldn't. And I'm, I'm kind of with him because aren't they teenagers? Yeah, teenagers are all, you know, early 20s for sure. Odd thing to solicit, yeah, from teenagers. Yeah, and he, he made yeah. a he made a good point. He's like, no, previously you were helping us out of a jam, not paying for surrogacy services, like out out of you know, start the process like that. Bit strange. Bit strange that storyline. Very odd. Hmm. Very odd. Um, what else was going on that episode, Dylan? What 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 stands out to you? This episode of Coronation Street. There's there's a, there's a fucking play going on, like a play or something. Being held at a pub. Well, they couldn't Is go to right? the hall because the, right? there was a burst water pipe at the hall, Dylan. So they had to go to the pub. Oh, of course. Luckily, they went course, to the pub, yeah. the one set they already had built. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Who? I'm guessing the old dude is a legacy character. Yeah, you know. he's been around for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah Harold's. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Alf. Yeah. Your Paul's. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um,. I think that's the only reason he's still on the show because he he can't act anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. To... He's just slurring every sentence. You don't think he it's got so there bad. on talent alone? No, he's slurring every sentence. I could hardly understand what he was saying. I know, it's horrible. And he, and he somehow had no presence, did he? Like everyone else no. was acting, and he was almost like he was withdrawing into himself. Did he know what was going on? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Probably the husk of an old sitcom. They're, well, soap opera, rather. They're um, probably feeding lines into his ear. <laughs> I feel like that taking him I wouldn't down. be surprised. But he was he was curiously sought out, didn't he, as a as a weird element of that show. 
Um, yeah, very good. There was some domestic drama up top, I, I remember, um, with this lady. She's had a baby recently, and she's there looking after him. I think, I think it's the daughter or daughter-in-law of old mate Ken, who the non-actor. And her <laughs> baby daddy is lying on the couch asleep, and she's just tearing strips off him. He's so lazy. All he wants to do is write his bloody articles. Doesn't want to help me with the baby at all. She was not happy with him, was she? No. Terrible. She was rude. You'd leave her in an instant. She was not a pleasant woman at all. But just I... fucking tearing this man down right in front of the kid. Just like, he's lazy, he's lazy daddy. Lazy daddy. That's what she called him. No good. Yeah. Um, mm. And then, if, if I recall correctly, she was the one who was working at the bar. Um, but she has to stop her shift because she feels something in her chest and goes out the back and does a self-examination and finds a lump, which um, seems like a storyline that, that carries on through further episodes. Because I felt sorry for her about that. I swear that was a, I, I swear that was a different woman as well. I swear. <laughs> that had to be. I think it was the same person. <laughs> no. Because wasn't she blonde at the start and the lady with the possible breast cancer was brunette? I think it was the same person. But I don't know. No, no. I'm, like, I'm calling it. You're wrong. I think she might have had her hair back at one stage and then is out. So that's why it looked different. You'll have to go back and watch Maybe. more to find out who's right. No, no, I don't I don't care. You're right. Let's just let's just call it that. You're right. Good on you. <laughs> well my next episode we'll be, be we'll look back at these again. That's completely mm, no, okay. no, thank you. Um it's funny, at one stage I think they're running the bar, the bar's gonna be open the next day. I assume it's the same bar as the one they ended up doing the play at. Um, but they're sort of putting finishing touches on it being open. And the son of the proprietors walks in and he's like, I've just been bloody sacked again. And they're like, oh, what happened? <laughs> and he's like, oh, you know, COVID, Brexit, cutbacks. The big three. He's Yeah, not his fault, you know. It wasn't like he got sacked for a bad reason, like the, not his conduct. It was you know, COVID, Brexit, cutbacks. Can't argue that. No, you can't argue that. Um, and as I said, there were characters just flying in and out of this show. I there must have been at least twenty plus who rolled in around that episode. I, I couldn't keep track of them all. So many nosy neighbours. Too many. <laughs> so many. I think. So many. Well, okay. so old old but old man. Old mm. but old man. Mm. He's a bit of a player, isn't he? Yeah. Well, he's ha- he's got two ladies on the go. Who haven't met each other and <laughs> they were trying to avoid each other. And it seems like maybe he'd just broken up with one but had lied to the other one about how that went down. Like he mm. said it was he'd been dunked, but actually it was him doing it, or vice versa. But there might possibly have been a little overlap in the relationships, maybe. I got that impression too, yeah. And what's funny is they sound off the whole episode these ladies have to avoid each other because it'd be too awkward. But when they happen upon each other at the bar, they start chatting, realise who each other is, and they actually start, you know what, we've got a lot to talk about. They, they've got a common sort of thread here that maybe this bloke they're both in love with isn't all that he's cracked up to be, you know? He is not believable as a heartthrob. He's not handsome. He's not charismatic. He's old. Like, what the, fu- what the fuck is happening? It's less believable than Larry David dating 20-year-olds in Curb. I believe that. He's funny. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. This guy's not, though. Yeah, Ken's got nothing going for him. Sorry. Um, I was also this episode, was the episode where they had some dress shenanigans going on. 
somebody had to like meet someone else in a, in a back alley to talk about a dress. But then they were being very secret about it. So I was like, why are you having this conversation out in the open if you're worried about the dress being seen? And then they had to get some adjustments made to the dress. But it seems like it was a surprise because somebody had to go along with the story that they were getting married, but it didn't seem like they're actually getting married. Couldn't follow that one. I, I didn't know what was happening there. That, no. was, that was a bad one. <laughs> it was bizarre, wasn't it? So well, what do you think after watching Keep this, having, having no context of anything, any characters, what was it like for you? It just seems like a... There wasn't really anything that stood out to me, really, mm. that caught me, hooked me, if you will. It just seemed like a fucking regular town with regular problems. I don't want to watch that. So you want something more I compelling. want to watch that or go out in the, in the fucking street. Well, you, <laughs> you go, go to the pub and watch people. Yeah. Exactly. You should have a drink then. Hey. Hello. Hello. Raspberry, maybe. Well, I had one last night, actually. You didn't invite me. That's good. Well, yeah, nothing to say. That's right. Yeah, all right. No, move on. Instead, I made you watch East Enders episode 6,608. 6, so not quite as many as Coronation Street, which Coronation Street started like 1960, so East Enders was the 80s. Oh. So not quite as long. Um, thoughts? But dare I say, Lonnie, mm. dare, dare I say, best one of the three. Yeah, I reckon so. Uh, I would agree. <laughs> nice. Um, my my first overwhelming thought was like, we're actually seeing some regular people on TV. Like they looked like normal folks. You could you could actually see walking on the streets. Not you know like in most TV shows, it's the most beautiful people who have the best hair and makeup and stuff. This just seemed like they'd pluck some randos and put them on a TV um, set, which is kind of cool. I liked that. For sure, and there's some big drama happening too with old Bud Soldier Boy coming back into town. You want to talk about him? Let's talk about him. So he turns up to everyone's surprise, and you and I, Dylan, had not had weren't quite sure what the the, the drama was here, were we? But no, because certain people were very happy to see him, but they were very worried if others saw him because. Mm. They talked to him like if some certain people saw him in town, they'd kill him. That's what they. That's what the suggestion and I was, like, was. Yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck did this kid do?" <laughs> well, we get explained at one point. Apparently, he kidnapped someone, broke a woman's arm, and broke up a marriage. That'd do it, right? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know how you were doing, but I was kind of like, well. If he's staying away, he's coming back for Christmas, like that's a good son thing to do. And if someone's gonna kill him, that that's obviously hardcore action. So I was on his side, you know, at the beginning. And then I realize I find out what he's done after the people who hate him come across him at the pub. I was like, Oh, I don't know. He's a kidnapper. <laughs> he's he broke up someone's marriage. <laughs> Maybe he should stay away, this boy. And broke someone's arm. Broke a woman's arm. I thought that was hard. Are you sure it was arm? Oh, I, sw- I swear it said arm. I swear. <laughs> okay. Back I mean, to, either or bad. Back right? to, well, it, it's pretty bad either way. It, it'd be weird to break someone's heart and then also break up someone else's marriage unless... Well, maybe. I don't know. It could be a serial philanderer. Who knows? 
Who knows? Um, what else is going on here? There's another play being thrown. So these episodes... Yeah, were, common three line. <laughs> they're from the last month or so, so a lot of them are leading up to Christmas, and so there's actual panto being pink thrown here. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a spin on Snow White slash Cinderella. Yeah, it's just weird and bad. There's like a, a director of the play, and he's trying to turn it into like a gritty one. No, not on. No one wants that around Christmas, do they? No. Why are you doing Snow White at Christmas? Weird choice. Bizarre. Yeah. And it, it seems, as it turns out, it, he's kind of doing it to get his wife back, maybe? Give her the lead in the panto? Did you get that impression? Yeah, but then he ended up embarrassing her. Yeah, he he, he mucked it up as soon as she came in the door. Yeah, he asked her just to read some, read some weird lines that mm. apparently, I think, mirrored real life was the... Yeah, because everyone seems to be like, oh, this is a bit close to home sort of stuff, yeah. Yeah, very uncomfortable, yeah. Mm. It's just like, fuck off. <laughs> and the other lady... Who... people say fuck off, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, the other lady who had already got the role of Cinderella slash Snow White did a good job. She earned it. You said yes to her. You can't yeah, take she's taxis. Right. No. No. Oh. Um, there's also... Uh, this one, this lady's had a one-night stand after... It seems like there's, like, some sort of grandmotherly character had died and they had a funeral for her recently. Mm. And her great-nephew or her nephew turned up, the, the, the lady who died. And no one's quite sure whether he was for, for real or not. Maybe he was coming as a bit of a huckster or, or, or something. Well, Lonnie, they're a bit wary because, as she said to him... And I quote, The last stranger who walked into my life said he was my dad, and that was a lie. I have that exact quote. Classic. I have this quote here as well. (laughs) It's a standout. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, I I feel like EastEnders, they were kind of in on the joke a little bit. Hey, that little bit knowing. Yeah. Yeah, there's much more drama in it. Yeah. Much more stakes. Yeah. And there's this, this Phil character in the background that's being talked about by everyone. Yeah. This dangerous Phil. Like, who's Phil? It makes me want to know. <laughs> Is this the one you might want to watch more of, eh? If I was ever going to continue one of these, it would definitely be EastEnders. EastEnders, eh? You love the hard-hitting uh, East End of London. People, the streets, the park. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. For sure. Also, also had a classic intro, classic piano. Loved it. Yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, I, I feel like in this one, the play stuff wasn't very compelling, but everything else was kind of interesting. You can kind of see the characters, and they seem likable and watchable. Um, if, if memory serves, this was also the one where there's a guy running a pub, and he's got a new girlfriend, and they live above the pub, but also like his ex or someone he's got some sort of relationship with is working behind the bar as well. And that's getting a bit too close mm. to comfort of everybody involved, isn't it? Apparently. Apparently, it's seeming like it. Mm. Something, she says something along the lines of, with it. upstairs we're together, but down here you're with her, or something like, like that. Man, it's, I don't know. Mm. He, can't, he can't sack her because she owns half the pub, so, you know? Conundrum, conundrum. Yep, rock, hard place, him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Turns out, though, that that man who, who's this mysterious stranger who turned up has a letter from 
his great aunt, so that's all good. He's actually legit. I feel like Dylan. That's probably pretty easy to to forge, right? It, anyone can forge a letter. Yeah, and it, and it probably is forged. Let's face it. Yeah. But, no, knowing safe operas, this is probably another another yeah, stranger. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing about soap operas. It's kind of like there's no beginning and there's no end because every episode's a cliffhanger and everything has happened, will happen again, happened before. I remember as a kid, we watched a bit of Neighbours in my family. We're a Neighbours family. I'm not a, not a home away family Ooh, at all. Yeah. yeah you, you, you feel it. I watched a bit of Neighbours in my yeah, day. Yeah, you're loving it. And like, you can have the worst thing happen. Someone can literally die, but they can always come back. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It, poor poor Tady. He's been through a lot, hasn't he? Oh, he had a rough trial. He's like six wives, hasn't he? Yeah, they always die straight away. Um, <laughs> right after the wedding, I know. Yeah, because you can't have someone be happy and, and sort of finish a story. You have to have things happening all the time. Carl and Susan. Were no, getting... you can't give someone a happy ending. No, because then what do you do next week, next episode? That's happened. Carl and Susan. Yeah. They had several times where they were broken up with each other. She lost her memory for a while. But they always sort of came back together eventually because. That's part of it. But then they break away again. That's a sort of how the, the cycle of it goes. Drama. Drama. The melodrama, you might say. Sure. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Emmerdale is our last episode, episode 9525 of this particular program. Mm. I <laughs> I wasn't sure about Emmerdale, to be honest. I, I thought it was maybe the least compelling of the three. Yeah, definitely. It's um village setting as well, small country town. Yes. Um this woman I think her name is Layla. Mm. Is coming back into town after being in like rehab or something. Yeah, and she's got a not clear what for. No, I wasn't sure. And it, it sounded like she'd sort of been back but then went away again because she couldn't deal with the the rumors and the, the speculation. And she's got a husband the gossip. or at very least a partner in town. Mm. Doesn't love him anymore, does she? Very clearly. And a kid as well. Yeah. But she didn't seem to attach to either. No, he's like, hey, mum. He's like, she's like, hello. He's like, I'll see you later then. Well, I'll, be, I'll be around back later. It's weird. And yeah, she she's very clearly not in love with this dude who's head over heels with her. And they're like together for the yeah. first time in months and months. They're just sort of sitting there being like, 
what to say, what to say to you. Yeah, to love my to life. Say. Yeah. And they're like, I might go to work actually. And then she's like, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Just give us something to talk about later. Terrible. <laughs> so awkward. No good. No good. Um, but I just found the whole storyline, the whole episode, kind of scenes went for ages and they were just sort of talking in circles a bit. They were just padding out for time, I felt. For sure. And it has... There might have been an editing error, to be honest. Mm. The end of this episode, it just fucking cuts off in the middle of a normal conversation, doesn't it? <laughs> Did you impression. get that? Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't like climax, no building to it. It just ended. No, that it was. He was talking with his mate at the pub just about like the relationship and what's happening with his wife, and he's like, "Oh, no good, basically." And then the credits roll. I'm like, yeah. "Oh, all right. Guess we're done here." It's an interesting way to do a uh, cliffhanger to. Stop halfway through a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Come back next week or or tomorrow night to finish that conversation. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm. Um, Again, I picked this episode randomly, right? But it's weird that the local village school was cancelled for the day because of a burst pipe. A lot of burst pipes happening in London or, sorry, in England at this this time of year, apparently. Um, Seemingly. And it's a, it's a central thing in a lot of these shows, so it's not, not particularly crazy, but it's all centered around the pub, isn't it? Or the cafe. It's like that's the sort of <laughs> local watering holes, eh? The Brits love their pubs, mate. Love them. Can't get enough of them. They do. They do. Um, what do you think about the one guy who just had a sort of one strange scene where he's having a bit of a, a sook because he's worried that when he goes back to his <laughs> chefing job, that in between they'll have replaced him with somebody who has Michelin star, perhaps. What was that about? In a in a country village, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that's what'll happen. Well, gastro pubs. I yeah. think they'll take what they can get, to be <laughs> honest. You mentioned the gastro pubs more popular these days. It, it just felt very weird, didn't it? <laughs> very odd. Um, another teen pregnancy has occurred as well, it seems, in this, this village. Of course it has. Um, except that this time the dad, the teenage dad, wants nothing to do with the baby, it seems. But his parents, the grandparents, were, well, they were buying stuff for the baby. They were going to visit the baby, had a little cuddle at the end. So that's a bit, a bit of tension, isn't it? Yeah, we'll see what happens there. The, the kid, was he the one with the broken ankle that greeted her coming back into town? I think he might have been, yeah. He had double duty this episode. He was a fucking... He's a fucking awful actor, too. Doesn't take much, does it, to be on soap opera? Yeah, no. Apparently not. I reckon it'd be a good gig, though, being a soap opera actor. Absolutely. Because you make good money. Yeah. But you wouldn't be incredibly famous. That you couldn't live a relatively normal life for yeah. a famous person. And you'd have secure employment forever. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Yeah. For as long Just as ask you Ken. Want. <laughs> Go on. I feel sorry for Ken. He's probably giving giving his best. He he wants to retire, doesn't he? But he can't. I don't let him. No. He needs to be killed off, though. <laughs> Poor Ken. Um. Yeah, I didn't find much else to talk about for Emmerdale. Just that that one random lady who came back and was sort of causing gossip and and. There's about three or four people ask her what's going on and why are you back? And she's like, have you told, I bet old mate's happy to see you. And she's like, oh no, I didn't tell him. That conversation happens about four times in this episode. 
strange. Oh, and there was one dude actually. Very. He was hanging around the, the cafe kind of weirdly. He was like the the waiter or the owner of the cafe, but we're just like sort of loitering around them as they spoke creepily. Remember him? No. no he wasn't a huge focus, but he, he something about him was putting me off, to be honest. Red flags were flying. Mm. A bit sus, was it? He was a bit sus. A bit sus. That's okay. Overall, what did you think of this experience, Dylan? Look, I like good things. I like bad things. <laughs> but it's the boring, the in-between that gets me. Mm. And that's what two-thirds of this was, really. Okay. Put me through a, an awful experience. And I'm I'm not happy about it. I mean, it was three episodes of TV. I will get revenge. How, how is I will that get revenge. Was... You've already put me through worse. Let's not forget. What? Master of Disguise. Wow. I show you one of the films from my childhood. You call that a bad experience. I'm just, I'm just saying, potentially is equal. But what I will say is that at least this has cleared some blind spots for us. We know a little bit about these shows now, so when they're spoken about, we're like, you know what? We did that in the pod. Is this whole podcast just to improve your trivia game at Trivia Nights? <laughs> Is that what this is? What hurting, is Is that your end game? What hurting? (laughs) So you're not going to go back and watch more, but if you were going to, it'd be EastEnders be the way to go. Is that what you come to realise? I reckon so. Yep. Sure. I'm partly inclined to work out what happened with um, I'll Make Ken. Stop. (laughs) You do not care about Ken. You know you don't. You just feel bad, and you shouldn't, because he's a terrible actor. <laughs> and I feel like they were just getting started with the, the lady who discovered the, the lump on her breast. That that seemed like that was a storyline that's going to go for a while, and it'd be quite interesting. So I'm going to tell you, Lonnie, it ends two ways. Hmm. Either it's cancerous or it's not. I guess so. And I still, you know, that, that's a real thing that happens with real people, so... It's funny, looking back over the history of these, I did a bit of cursory look, but also there was so much history to look at. There's been 9,000 episodes and whatnot. To, I couldn't really sink my teeth into any of the research, and that wasn't part of the thing here. But the um, it, it's weird. They, they've all gone through like periods of controversy, and sometimes they get praised for showing things that like the taboo subjects, but also sometimes they're being criticised for going too far. Um, so, like, you know, for example... These been some of the shows that have, have been like the first examples of same-sex um, couples being on screen in Britain. That's kind of groundbreaking. But also sometimes they're like... Yeah, the three dads. Yeah. Well, the three dads, for example, yeah. Like, go back like back in the 80s, like when it was still, you know, very much frowned upon. They were oh. breaking ground and whatever. And and Jeez. been examples of them, you know, having not just a whole totally white cast as well back in the day, sort of breaking ground that way. But also they've been, been criticised in some parts. They had like... Controversial subjects like incest and um, <laughs> some rape and stuff like that, you know. So those Jesus. things, yeah, and and how they depicted that. So yeah, I mean, I, I guess when you what when you're making nine thousand episodes over twenty years or whatever, you've got to do a show about everything, you know. You got really got to 
sort of wring the drama out of everything you can. So that's what they do. Well, that's been the soap operas. Before we go, though, Dylan, how about I get amongst it? Now, shall I go given it's my episode, or shall you go given it's your episode, technically? No, it's your episode. It's you my, change up the form. You've given me the whole reins. Okay, very good. Well, I better suggest something you get amongst. Obviously, <laughs> you better. Coronation Street, Amadale, EastEnders, but also. What I've been watching recently is a documentary series on Amazon called The Test. Have you come across The Test, Dylan? Not, no idea what this is. What could it be? Tell me. It is about the Australian cricket team. And there's been two seasons of it. Recently, season two was announced and were released, I should say. You're shrugging your shoulders. You don't care. Um, cricket's the most boring sport. That could ever be conceived by man, actually. Wow. Wow. You like golf more than cricket, do you? Yeah, absolutely. Why? Golf's way better. There is... Listen to me. Every time, every time I see cricket on TV, there is no one in the stadium. No one. There's like two fans. (laughs) Every time. No one watches it. I watch cricket. (laughs) And... Lots of people watch cricket, Dylan. I think you're the weird one, yeah? Then why doesn't anyone go to see it, Lonnie? Why? Well, I tried to go to see it in Sydney when I was there recently, but it was rained out. So. Sure it was. It was. I'm sure it was. It definitely was. Mm. It's weird that the sport can be rained out in the year 2023, but, you know, still, it happened. Anyway, the series is a behind-the-scenes look. Camera crew followed them around for, for years on end. And you're seeing behind the scenes um, of the team. First season was particularly interesting because it was about the whole sandpaper um, debacle a couple of years ago. Remember that? They were cheating. No. Did that, no. that party bite it? What happened? A couple of players were using sandpaper to rough up the ball, which is called ball tampering, which you can't do. What's that do? Make it harder to hit? Yeah, it makes a swing and. You're not supposed to, to alter the, the the ball apart from using your hands, like rubbing your legs and stuff. It's a big no-no. And three of them were found to be... One did it, his young fella. Older player, Dave Warner, um, was the instigator. And Steve Smith, who was the captain, knew about it but didn't actually stop them. So it's kind of like dodgy. Yeah, they, they all got suspended for a year. And then the series sort of picks up after they come back into the squad. And the turmoil in the background. Um, and season two is more recent, it sort of covers last summer, and it shows them as they sort of become the best team in the world again, but also when the coach sort of gets sacked as well. Um, it's interesting because like a new coach, new captain came in, all of a sudden the coach is sacked, it's like, who's in charge here? I will say, one thing I like about it is that it's, you know, behind the scenes, look, you're kind of sort of getting a peek behind the curtain, that sort of stuff is fun. Um, it's particularly fun watching the batsmen come in. After they've got out, and so they like they're throwing the bat around, swearing themselves. Yeah, that's a bit of fun. Seeing it like twenty times, I'm like, oh, I kind of get it by now. But you know, still, <laughs> it's cool. Charting the sort of story. It has been made with the involvement of Cricket Australia, so it's not particularly deep. And they like touch upon some sort of hard stuff, but then pull back straight away, um, especially around the coach who got sacked. 
and you know that sort of behind the scenes stuff so i was like yeah this could be way more interesting you could really delve into this deeply you've given me the the barest sort of one page version of this one line version of this really that's it bit of fun good to watch well there you go i most assuredly will not watch this but i'm sure someone listening will if if dylan these cricket players were body slamming each other doing some suplexes getting a ladder involved you'd be there wouldn't you yeah dark side of the ring of course another good show amazing show mm-hmm. are they done more they should yeah, yeah, I think they did confirm they were coming back for more. Well, there you go. And bloody hell, all this Vince McMahon stuff, mate. Mm, yeah. They're not, not going to be short on stories. Absolutely. Jeez. Okay, well, I've recommended the tests. I've made you watch three television shows you hated. It's been a good night for me. I miss you, man. No, we're, we, we're gonna wrap up first. We're we'll go wrap up. Uh, no, done. you want to go now? No, okay. Yeah. Well, just quickly on yeah. socials. Thanks, Mark, for the theme song. Dylan's planning his revenge. I'm not sure I should have done this now. I don't know what I've got in store. He's planning. I can see him. He looks happy now. Mm. <laughs> All right then. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.